And welcome to another episode of The Walking Dead Podcast. I'm Scott, and here with me, as always, is the indubitable Mr. Gary. I'm indubitable! Yeah, I'm going to have to look that up. I just remember that from that movie, The Program. We're indubitably (laughs) going to be number one. Yeah, I don't know what it is, too, but I think it's a good thing, so I'll take it. Yes, I think so. Yeah. Let's hope yeah. so. Yeah, Let's hopefully. Hope so. That'll I mean, be very embarrassing. If hopefully, the way you're just throwing it around like that, you yeah, know. Yeah, you know, hopefully. see, you called me obnoxious before the show. It's true. I, isn't it always, though? <laughs> <laughs> Only an obnoxious man would not look up a word like that. Almost as obnoxious like as Rosita. Hey! Panache. Panache. <laughs> it's like that, that in, in, uh, in the line of fire. Yeah. He talks about the word panache, and, and she says, uh, he... So Clint Eastwood saying Rene Russo, he's he's giving all the definitions of panache. He goes, I know what panache means. He says, really? I had to look it up. (laughs) (laughs) All right, well, this is episode 192 of the podcast. But first, as always, you can leave your comments and feedback by emailing us at twdpodcast at gmail.com or by posting a comment on our Facebook page, which you can find on Facebook. Wait, it's there? It's there. The Facebook page oh, no, I used is to on like Facebook. list the URL direct yeah. address for and I'm like, I'm not doing that anymore. It's on Facebook. I mean the you Facebook page it. should be on Facebook, hopefully. You can so find it. Yes, on Facebook. Yeah, on Facebook. We have a Twitter account too, I think. On Twitter? Yeah, on Twitter. And but we don't have Instagram. Uh on Instagram. We don't take pictures. Not really. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, you can give us a call on our voicemail line at Five six one five zero one one four eight three because we do have phones and let us we know do. what's on your Walking Dead mind or more importantly tell Gary what's on your Walking Dead mind. Please and tell he'll, me. He'll he'll let me know. I will. Yeah. So and again, then I won't be bored. So that's good. I'm glad to yeah. hear. Yeah. I hope so. <laughs> again, that's five six one five zero one one four eight three. So now we move on to our main event. A recap of Season 7, Episode 12. Yes, that's true. There's only four episodes left in this season. Wow. Yeah. And then we're done. Ain't that something? And then we move into Fear of the Walking Dead. <laughs> no, we don't. <laughs> As we mentioned last week, we're not, we are not going to be doing a weekly podcast on Fear of the Walking Dead. Uh, we may do like a recap thing. I mean, I'm considering doing... A small weekly solo thing just to have something out there for people, but I don't. I don't want to. <laughs> well, yeah, don't. No, I probably you. will. I probably okay. will. I feel like we owe it to him, but okay. I. Well. I kind of don't want to, but uh, you, you know, know who knows? Someone will have to tell you if there's actually something redeeming in it, or let you know that it's still just equally as bad. So I'll probably still watch it, and then maybe I'll you know we'll do something more expansive for like halfway through and at the end. Yeah. Or if there's actually a really good episode of it, so we'll never actually do a full yeah, episode. Exactly. I mean, we're being treated to sixty second to sixty seconds of Fear the Walking Dead every episode of The Walking Dead. True. I just, you know, I was at least interested in Flight four hundred and fifty eight or whatever. And you got a huge payoff in the real series for it. Oh yeah, the two episode arc. <laughs> yeah. Two episode arc. It's true. Yeah. Sad but My, true. My uh, my Alex Charlie hopes were dashed quite early. So I think she would have been a really good character too. It could have been really I'm just, interesting. I'm just hoping she makes it onto another plane and somehow ends up 
in Virginia in the future. <laughs> Wandering nice. along the road. Maybe there she'll actually get some character development. I think she would have been a great character for Fear the Walking Dead. I don't know Seems what like they were she thinking. Could have been. What they were thinking. Who knows? But, alas, my hopes were dashed. So, anyway, as I said, on to the main event, our recap of Season 7, Episode 12. Say yes! Yes! I like it. There was a little bit of an echo feedback there. Awesome. Oh, cool. Awesome. Nice effect. Actually, yeah. Uh-uh. E.K. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right. I thought this was uh, actually a really good episode. Did you? I did, yeah. I did. Uh, Alex Charlie wasn't in it, but it was still good. <laughs> uh, wish I could say that about Fear of the Walking Dead. Uh-huh. Yeah, they okay. have that thing called Passage, which is their 60-second uh, mini-sode thing. And we love it so much. Oh, I don't even know what the hell it's about. It's about something that I don't even watch because it's stupid. Yeah. I gave up on it. I did. I think I, think I was playing SimCity this week. <laughs> like I do. I literally just... it. I don't even pay attention to it anymore. I'm just like, eh, whatever. If there's anything really that interesting about it, I'll see it online or something. I'm I'm not yeah, there's watching nothing. this. You're never going to see anything then. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's what I've been finding yeah. so far. Speaking of mobile games, I have mm-hmm. unlocked the Dwight character on Walking Dead No Man's Land. They created last week the Dwight character. Iron to the face. Um, Post. Oh, okay. Yep. They added that as a new character. So, apparently it wasn't someone they, I guess, wanted to be worth a lot because it took very few tokens to unlock. Oh, really? The Dwight character. Who was the most? Oh, well, the most is Rick and, and Michonne. Really? Yeah, they're, uh, like, Rick is, like, 500 credits. Daryl was got, given away, right? Daryl was given away for free. That's the first one. And then they gave yeah. uh, um, Rufus away for free as well. Rufus is... Uh, Hardwick's great-grandfather. Oh, that's right. He throws that exploding bottle of moonshine. Yeah. But he requires a special hero token as well, so... Mm. Um, but I've got, like, just about everybody else. I don't have Michonne. I don't have Rick. I don't have Carl. Because they very rarely give out... And I don't have Ezekiel. They very rarely give out tokens for those. Mm. And now they're only giving... They're giving out Ezekiel tokens... In the special missions that you that they have every Monday, after, yeah. that are themed tied to something that happened in the episode. Mm-hmm. Those are cool, especially the one where you have to shut the boombox off that's playing the annoying song over and that over again. That is funny. <laughs> <laughs> that could be tough because the they come out uh, at all angles at you. So, I was just hoping they would have put Easy Street as the song. And then mm. there was the other one that was based off the the episode at the hilltop where they broke in and they put that car that was playing the music really loud. Oh, yeah. Except you're pushing the car in mm-hmm. <laughs> in this special mission with Negan. It's funny because Negan's one of the characters I have, too. Yeah, that's right. And Dwight. So. Hmm. Yeah. But, uh, anyway... That's our mobile game update for the week. Yeah. Very uh, yeah. instructional. No, you're lying. <laughs> I really was. <laughs> I'm, I'm just kidding. 
back to the matter at hand. I, I thought the action sequences were were good, and the character development was also. I thought the action sequences were good, and the character development was also really good. Even the Rosita stuff. Wait, really? Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. I liked it too. I like. Actually, she was the least annoying as she has been lately. This but episode. We now know why she's been acting the way she she has. I mean, and they've kind of hinted that, at that too. I didn't pick. I didn't pick up on that. I. I mean, I really thought it was something like what Jason Nemeroff mentioned in his. Oh really? In his post, that she was pregnant with Abraham's baby. I mean, who knows? That could still be a part of it. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe. Probably not. I don't think so. Anyway, so here's my list. It's amazing how much the one paved road in Virginia doesn't look a thing like the one paved road in Georgia. I wonder why that is. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. It's funny because the unpaved road still looks the same. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm just like, yeah. could they at least pick a different stretch of road nope. to film on? Like, they nope. filmed on I-85, or, or what's supposed to be I-85, you know, uh, a couple weeks ago, with that wire, when they ran the wire with the two cars. Um, that was the same stretch of road where Sophia got lost. And then in, in the season one, uh, season two, episode one, and then they, this road looks like the one they were driving up on in season three, four, the one they went back to Atlanta on. Yeah. So, anyway. <laughs> At least there were no, like, planes flying in the background. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. Now, from last week, I forgot to mention that <laughs> when Eugene was sitting there rocking to Easy Street, mm-hmm. it appears that the only music left in the zombie apocalypse is the Annie soundtrack, Tiny Tim, and Ronnie D. I think I would just have to kill myself right there. What? I mean, life isn't worth living at that point. <laughs> no, I mean, action-packed. Which, if you remember, is the song that um, Rick put on in the car when he and uh, Daryl were going out to to forge, and that's when they met Jesus. I didn't remember, but that's funny. Yeah. Although I do think it's funny that, like, hey, for uh, entertainment though, they do have Atari. Right or Commodore? Was that Atari or Commodore sixty four? I think it was Atari. I actually looked up. I forget what it was called, but what game it was to see if that that was was a reference to anything. Yeah. And it was kind of a reference, but I forget. Exactly how. I think that was a real game. I never heard of it. No, it was a real game, but it was for Atari back in the day, and, you know, apparently had, it was a really popular one. I had friends that had Atari. Mm-hmm. The game console and then the Atari 64. Mm-hmm. Um, I never did. We had, all our games were on Apple II, so they weren't quite as advanced, if that you can believe that. <laughs> <laughs> now, of course, the games that they have on the game consoles are like... A thousand years more advanced than the most advanced stuff they had in those video arcades. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, I love. I used to play this Star Trek one. That was. Uh, it's basically just stick figures. <laughs> you play <laughs> around and you shoot torpedoes and phasers at at tri- triangles that represent Klingons. <laughs> used to have a lot of fun. Go in there with a whole roll of quarters come out with, you know, nothing to show for it. I went through all five of my lives right there. I just imagine like an 8-bit or whatever bit oh. triangle 
Yeah. And then just, oh, oh no, it's a bird of prey. It's just yeah, a green huh. triangle. <laughs> exactly. It's a smaller green. Oh, my green, God. It's a smaller green triangle. Yeah, it's so funny. Yeah. So, anyway, Tiny Tim, if you remember, was the, what um, the little boy was listening to. That's right. Alexander I knew it was a, Jesse, Jesse's son. Um, not Ron, Sam? the other one, Sam. The one that doesn't exist in the comic. <laughs> Well, um, the new Gabriel. I like it. He's not that useless purveyor of cowardice wrapped in a white collar. He's actually very practical and certainly come full circle from the old Gabriel. He reminds me of of um, Oliver Platt's psychiatrist on uh, Chicago Med. I think your opinion's going to change next week. Of who? Gabriel. Really? Yeah. I heard he's going to tell them that he wants to go by... The priest formerly known as Gabriel, now that he's a badass. Really? You're making that up. No! You're making that up. You're, Balderdash! Are you Are you fooling me? Are you trying to fool me? Not it very worked. <laughs> yes, because I was going to say, that wasn't, in the, that wasn't in the preview section, segment. It was, it was either going to be that or a new Coke joke when you made a new Gabriel reference, so... I just figured he was like this from his time on the Baltimore Police Department. <laughs> you think so? No, or in the Gulf War. Yeah. When he served with Meg Ryan. I wish he died in that war. Yeah, I like that movie. Which one? Courage Under Fire. I never actually saw it. It's not so much because I was in Desert Storm, but because it's just a really good movie. Really liked his acting in it? Yeah, he well he he played the kind of character he plays a lot. That's kind of uh like Gabriel was at the beginning. That seems to be his specialty. <laughs> like a, a useless doofus. <laughs> well, kind of his character on the the wire. That's my Baltimore police department. Hello. Oh, sorry, I muted for a sec because I was yeah. coughing. No <coughs> All right. Sorry about that. Yes, The Wire. Uh, that was his character on The Wire. It was like that. And that's my Baltimore Police Department reference. But, I gotta you know, watch that someday. He was on another show on HBO called Oz about the prison where he played oh, this yeah. kind of, you know, scumbag. Always kind of a weaselly yeah, guy. Yeah, he, 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 he usually plays characters like that. This is the first yeah. time I've seen him play somebody that you really like. That you end up liking. Well, unlike most characters in Walking Dead, he's actually been given enough time to develop a little yeah. bit. So. No, and I mean, that's... it's he's a good actor. That's how come he's so frustrating to watch. Because mm-hmm. he's played a douche so many times. You but love to hate him. I think he's just... That, that conversation he has with Rosita in the church, where, you know what, if you hate me, you're alive, I'm willing to pay the price. Yeah, that's true. thought that was good. Now that I guess next week deals with the kingdom again, and Carol, I, like I, it looks like what I thought. Carol knows that Daryl lied to her. Oh yeah. She was just she needed to hear that at that time, but she knows because it it shows her coming back and asking, "Is everybody really all right?" Oh. And there's obviously some confrontation between the people from the kingdom and that group that they meet when they transfer supplies. Garbage group or whatever. I think it has to do with uh. Uh, I, although I didn't see that in the preview, but it probably has to do with something that they want to do with Richard and and uh, Ezekiel's just not having it. 
Yeah. So, anyway, looks good. Yeah, I agree. So, the A plot I thought was great. There's Very good stuff. Uh, I, I really like the exploration of the whole Rashawn... Oh, there, I did it. Unconsciously, <laughs> I wasn't going to do it. The Rick and Michonne. <laughs> I specifically did not watch Talking Dead because... You've had Nicole Brown? Yes. I can't That's the deal same with, reason I didn't watch it. I can't deal with... I can't deal with that, you know. This is almost like real life to her. Honestly, I saw something earlier today, I think maybe on Instagram, from Chris Hardwick, that's saying that uh, Vinette, blah, 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 Nivette, uh, Yvette Nicole Brown was going to be on tonight. Uh-huh. And I was just like, oh, well, good. I know I, know I don't have to watch that one now. Well, like, you know? You know, yeah, I didn't like the fact that both Abraham and Glenn were killed yeah. by Negan, and I was a little annoyed the fact that they faked this out before. Well, I wasn't annoyed that they ended up faking us out. I was glad when Glenn came back, but I was annoyed that they appeared to have killed him off. Like the fake out In such an unceremonial way. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, but I knew that was. I knew that was the deer. Poor Bambi. Yeah, for sure. Poor Bambi. When he was going to shoot that deer, I was like, you better not shoot that deer. (laughs) I'm turning this off. Seriously. Shoot that little deer. But I knew when they were eating that was the deer. So anyway, um, um, I I didn't watch, did not watch it, or I watched a few minutes of it and turned it off because, like when they had her on after the season premiere, and yeah. she was like, ready to go into therapy, like, dude, you know they're alive, they're right behind you, <laughs> they're about to Who walk else was in. on it? And Denise Huth, one of the co-executive producers. Oh, show. exciting! Yeah, yeah, absolutely nothing. The only thing that would be good about that would be the preview for next week, and that usually, I mean, that's kind of hit or miss there, so other than that, I expected to learn nothing. I would say more miss than hit, honestly. Yes. <laughs> yeah, well, they don't want to reveal too much, but I wish they would show something. Like, they had a sneak preview on, um, I don't know if I, I found it on Instagram, and I put it on our mm-hmm. Facebook page. Yeah. That was a lot of a good section of what they showed tonight. But anyway, I, I like the uh, the development of these two characters. Um, I like the it showed the partnership these two have formed over the last four years. Mm-hmm. Although it's not been four years in terms of show time. Yeah. Um, since he ended up really, he wanted to dump her on the side of the road. He wanted to like leave her. <laughs> Yeah, and Carl convinced him not to. But I thought the backdrop of what they were doing in this episode made really made all of it flow really well. Mm-hmm. And how they were all like they were both encouraging each other to keep going and that they can they can do this. I think also that Denia Guerrero's Guerrero, that's Michonne. Her performance as Michonne was really a large part of what held this up. You know, particularly her reaction yeah. when she thought Rick had died. For sure, she was crushed. I mean, that was like it for her. She was about to die right mm-hmm. there. And then you know, when he threw the sword to her... Yeah. ...was like, to me, it was it was almost as as a impactful a moment for me as when Daryl gave Rick back his pistol. I could see that. And you could tell that was like giving Rick his dignity back. Mm-hmm. I thought that was really, you know, very close. Because as soon as she, she sees him and she's still in shock... And then when that sword comes flying at her, she's like, oh, yeah, we're back in business. Yeah. That was great. So let's talk real quick about Bambi again. Um, Is it just me? me? (laughs) 
<laughs> is it just me, or is there like a a symbolism attached to deer in The Walking Dead? I was thinking about this when that happened earlier Probably this season. Innocence. Maybe, but like earlier this season, there was that deer corpse with Michonne. Yeah. Um. You know, uh, season one, there was that uh, deer with Daryl um, right before the herd came in. Right. Um, Carl seeing the deer right before he got shot. Right. You know, there's a few little things like that. It seems like it's almost a symbol they kind of use to foreshadow something. It's kind of like uh, happening. with George Lucas, the cutting off of uh, one's hand. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's not I like guess you could go there. <laughs> not like that at all. No, not really. Um, but just I thought that was interesting. And then, um, yeah, I didn't even think of that. Well, symbolism was definitely used later in the episode again too, with the uh, excuse me, the uh, shell. That reminded Terra of Oceanside, or that shell symbol, or whatever that was. Oh, uh, um, right, right. You know what I'm talking about. But just kind of symbols reminding people of things, and I did. Michelle, I just I love when they throw stuff like that in there. Yeah, that's true. That makes it all a lot more meaningful. Yeah. Michelle looked like she saw something in the grass. It was right before they cut the commercial on that segment. She saw something in the grass, and then it like knocked her. She kind of got oh. down on her. She kind of crouched down. It was like she was like about to lose it. I didn't know if that was like a child's clothes or something. I didn't see what. You know, now that you was. mention it, I vaguely remember what you're talking about, but I don't remember really what she saw. If I, I noticed, I don't know. It looked like she was looking at clothes, and yeah. I couldn't tell. Maybe it was a child's clothes, and she was thinking of her son. Could be. I don't know. Anyway. Let us know if any of you have any insight yeah. on that, because neither of us remembered or noticed really tell, enough. But I'm half blind, so yeah, yeah. Deaf, <laughs> um, blind, or dumb? Yeah, that's true. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. I thought that was interesting. That Rick reveals that he he's having trouble sleeping. Yeah. And it, yeah. make, it makes sense that he would be having those issues over Glenn's death or having watched what happened. I mean, he's seen and people it, die, but... It's nice to see, though, that there's still ripples from that, you yeah. know? It's been a long amount of time in our time, and a significant amount of time even in their time, not as long, but, you know, a few weeks or whatever. Uh, but there's still it's still affecting them, you know? It's still... Yeah comes up at random times and makes them think about things different or keeps them awake at night, you know. Right. Uh, especially for Rick, who feels so responsible for it, as he always does. Yeah, and I wasn't sure when he was sitting there mm-hmm. and he, he couldn't sleep what that was about. Yeah. Or he was, I was worried about her or what, but, you know, that's when he's, it, it, it turns out he says, you know, when he stayed up and let her sleep mm-hmm. on watch, obviously that's what it was. Well, but, I had actually um, t- taken down a note because mm-hmm. I wasn't sure they were going to reveal what happened to it. And I was like, I want to make sure to bring that up to Scott, you know, when we're talking later, uh, about why do you think he would be sitting awake? Because it, it seemed like it was kind of saying something, because earlier that episode, he yeah. was, or just right before that, I guess, he was saying something about, uh, like, how we can we should try to prolong this moment, you know, or whatever he said. Um, and then all of a sudden, mm-hmm. he's staying up late. And yeah. I'm like, oh, I wonder if he was lying to her, or if something's going on that, you know, we don't know about. And it, Turned out being a little more innocent than that. It was just him being held up about Glenn, you know. Yeah. But still, it was interesting. But I, like really what he, cool. I like what he said. You know, Glenn literally saved me at the beginning of this, and I couldn't do anything. Yeah. I, I really thought that was that was really a 
a profound moment. I thought that very was touching. Good. I'm glad that the, yeah, I'm glad that they dealt with that because it really gives more depth to the character. Because it almost looked like he was over it. He was mad about it, but he had moved past it. And it's moment. cool because it's more than just him saying he feels guilty. You yeah. know, it's giving an actual reason, something that's on his mind about, you know, this kid saved me in the beginning and I failed him. Yeah. You know, like, it, it's an extra layer to it. It's really cool. Well, at least they, they haven't gone quite as far as they have on Arrow, where every other moment they're like, this is my fault. This happened to me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, they like, get there Oliver, sometimes, too. Oliver, just yeah. stop it. I gotta catch up on that, too. I'm way behind. Yeah, I'm several episodes behind on all of them, but yeah. I will. Yeah, but they're too good. They Especially are. Flash. I love Flash. I just wish they could do like a Superman show. But yeah, my we'll father, see what they do next. My father-in-law was telling me that this he's just trying to watch uh, X-Men Apocalypse. He's <laughs> like, I just it's like there's nothing unique about it. They like wear a bunch of costumes and they blow shit up. <laughs> like they're all like this now. Yeah, it's true. I, it is I, true. Obviously, I mean, and you can probably attest to this. All the good things we're hearing about Logan. Mm-hmm. Did you like it? I loved it, sir. Yeah, it was I awesome. You did. I I really liked it. It's like um, it's not just it's exactly the opposite of what Apocalypse was. It has. To me, one of the better parts of their real good ones, like X2 and Days of Future Past, were... Um, X2 was good? Uh, I, I would put it up there, the first two X-Men. Way thought, more than the third. Uh, what was the third one? Is that the one where Magneto loses his powers? Yeah. Oh, yeah, the third one's the one where he loses the powers and Phoenix and all that stuff. This is where Kelsey um, Grammer was the... Yeah. The beast. Oh, yeah. okay, X2 is at the end. That's where... Um, that's where uh, they flood that base where, right? I believe so. It's, that's the one that deals with, like, the senators and stuff, and they're... I don't remember exactly. Honestly, it's been a while. Um, but anyways, it's, uh, it's, it's totally not a superhero movie. It's a very personal yeah. story, um, and more of almost like a Western. Okay. With characters that used to be superheroes in it. Okay. You know, um, very interesting and very cool. Um, and very kind of like a a perfect bow on the Wolverine story. Yeah. And the Indy Xavier story. Like that whole kind of X-Men universe, it seems like they're kind of wrapping it all up in this. Yeah. Even though they're also making a point to say that it's an alter universe story and it's not technically in the same universe as all the other Wolverine and X-Men stuff, even though it's the same two guys. But that's... Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> because then they're also like, but this is also our last movie is these characters, and we love them, but then they're like, but these aren't the same versions of those characters. This is an alternate take, and it's like, you know, whatever, dude. They just quit leaving it open for something or whatever. Yeah, that's... Yeah. You know? I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it was very good. I think you should see it whenever you get a chance, even yeah, on a rental or whatever. One, it was really good. One day. One yeah. day. <laughs> I actually liked Apocalypse, but I like those movies, so I mean, like we've talked many times, I like Batman vs. Superman, I realize mm-hmm. a lot of people did not, I understand why, but yet I like the movie, so. There's this uh, guy I work with that gets so down on even the Marvel movies, um, oh, which most people like most of those, but he says, 
Well, it's it's literally his point is that, and it's kind of true in a way that they're all just kind of a formula now. Yeah. Um, and he's sure. like, you know, uh, pull up any new Marvel movie, and they have a similar formula and basically similar characters to what the first Avengers movie was. Yeah. You know, they kind of set up a template, and then now they're just. You know, this is their ver- this movie's version of Iron Man. This is this movie's version of Captain America, the snarky guy. You got the pretty girl that's badass. You got you know like yeah, all these kind of characters well, all, that are kind of all, similar in each one. They all have to have a badass pretty girl. Yeah, always all of them. Yeah, all the shows. They they sell tickets. You know what? Get viewers. What? They sell tickets and get viewers. True. True. Well, well you know. Uh... <laughs> Laurel was pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder what they're going to do with her in the future. I don't know. Don't say anymore. I haven't watched anymore. <laughs> I don't know what. Well, I mean, they that. they haven't showed much, but I mean, it, I know it wasn't a final thing, but it's still like, are they just going to maybe have eventual like cameos from evil versions of her, and that's about it, or is she know. ever going to come back somehow? Or I don't know. Who knows. I don't know. I'm just referring to the season, the mid-season finale when she's down there. Oh yeah, in the, in the hideout. Yeah. Oh, I know. I'm, I'm not. Spoiling I don't know anything, anything more you. about it. I know. I know. So. All right. Well, um, why Rosita is acting out? It makes mm. sense to me now. She wanted to kill Negan and believed she had the chance, but is mad because she hesitated and not pissed because everyone is taking it too slow. I really liked how she and Sasha got together on this at Abraham's gravesite at the hilltop. Yes, yeah, very cool. Perhaps this is the precursor to Sasha leaving the show, which was probably happening anyway, since she'll be playing Lieutenant Commander Rainsford on the upcoming Star Trek Discovery as the lead role. Hmm. I don't think she'll be able to do both of them. I mean, I don't know. Unless she has just, like, a recurring role, but, I mean, if they're going to replicate any of Holly's part into Sasha, and Sasha's, mm-hmm. Sasha took the Holly role. That's I mean, it would wrong. make sense if at least one of them died by the end. They both have vendettas. Be, yeah, I don't think it'll be Rosita, because there's, unless they completely change that, because Rosita has more to do after the Savior War is over. Well, now, what if they announce that she's also going to be starring on the Star Trek Discovery show? They're not. That's not going to happen. I mean, what if it could happen? No. What if she's starring in the Star Wars show that they've been talking about making for years now? Anyway, moving on. uh, (laughs) I especially like this because this alliance doesn't happen between Rosita and Holly in the source story. Yeah, and it is good, too. They really don't hardly talk at all. Part of what I liked about it the most is because it showed her, Rosita meeting her, uh, getting a little bit out of her just bitchiness yeah. she had been in, you know, especially even towards Sasha, like, hey, we screwed the same guy, that doesn't mean anything, you know, and being all shitty to her. But now yeah. she's, you know, she's making a move in the right way, you know, like, hey, look, I'm sorry, I wasn't mad at you, let's team up, because... And by the way, know, I brought you this yeah. really cool sniper rifle with an advanced sighting on it. Yeah, right, so that was cool. She's like, oh, I see this, I was like, oh, you shouldn't have... <laughs> I didn't get you anything. Seriously. Yeah. So anyway, I'm I'm glad that they kind of explained that. Because Rosita that is good. a good character. She was just becoming annoying. She was, um, definitely. But my favorite... she's a little less annoying now. Yes, I hope so. My favorite 
moment was Jadis wants the cat back. <laughs> this is funny. She's negotiating, and cat, we get cat back. Mm-hmm. And I love that Rick upped her upped his demand to twenty guns and said, "And I keep the cat." <laughs> <laughs> that was so cool. It was cool. It's like when when uh, Michonne took the original mm-hmm. cat that they had. It was a figurine from that bar. That's right. And she says, Carl's like, why did you take that? She goes, because it's fabulous. It was like really gaudy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then, of course, the last thing I was, was um, the whole Oceanside angle. What's going to yeah. happen with that? I like how uh, she has a conversation, Tara has a conversation with Judith. Mm-hmm. It's like when I talk to my dog about yeah. complex issues and the dog just looks at me like, biscuit. Does Chalupa ever have anything to say? No. No. She's very no. quiet. Yeah. <laughs> very one-sided conversation. Very quiet. She just looks at me like, dude, I don't speak English. <laughs> I don't speak <laughs> Spanish either. And I, I could, But you're a Chihuahua, mija. It's so funny. Earlier, there was someone in the other room, and I go to knock on the door, and they didn't answer. So I was like, okay. Uh, and Shadow was sitting right there, my dog. And she gets all excited. She's looking up. And then she runs down the hall. So I'm thinking, like, oh. I I thought, oh, maybe they were down the hall. And I thought they were just in the room, but they weren't. So I walk down the hall, and she literally runs up to the food I had in the microwave, sits down, and nods her head up towards the food. And I'm like, like really? You called me all the way down here just to tell me you want food? And I'm like, no. And then I go back down the hall, and she runs back down. And I'm like, really? Yeah, yeah. She's very smart. Very, like, uh, you know practical good for her self-serving version of Timmy in the well um but you know what Timmy's stuck in the well Timmy's stuck oh like how like how the dog will you know in the movies and stuff they'll always lead you to someone in trouble or or help you in a smart way but she just wants you you right to to get that that barrel of brandy (laughs) under her collar (laughs) um uh, did you see the trailer, the the commercial for a new movie that was on during The Walking Dead? I didn't. What was it? The Power Rangers movie. Oh, yeah. I thought of you. Yes. And yes, I've laughed. seen some of the trailers. <laughs> and I laughed. Power Rangers, what the... F- anyway. <laughs> Speaking of uh, Logan, actually, did you see the Deadpool promo? No, I didn't. They did a little promo for Deadpool 2, and they I put didn't. it in front of Logan. I've never seen the the Deadpool movie, the first one. Oh, really? You have no interest in that? Well, uh, not enough interest to do anything about it. I mean, if it came out <laughs> in front, if it came out in front of me, perhaps I'd watch it. But one day, I have I so recommend many it. things. I know, I know everybody so says things. it. Everybody says it's good. You know, everybody that I talk to, which is like four people, but there is like just it. too much stuff. You know. What's that? It really is just too much stuff, though. There's two. I mean, this is the first time in my life where there's so many. I remember there would be years that would go by. I was like, "There's nothing good on this year." Next yeah. year, same thing. And like, there were there would be years go by when I really didn't watch anything on TV because there was nothing on. Yeah. That I liked. I mean, there was some series on cable at that point, but that's really what I would watch. Was like Oz, or something else that was on HBO, or I would watch like an old series that's on Sci-Fi. Mm-hmm. Like RoboCop, the series. Oh, yeah. I used yeah. to watch that every I day when it would show. come on at like 2 o'clock in the afternoon. <laughs> oh, that show. 
Yeah, I remember and then, that. And the West Wing, I think. But there was really nothing. Now it's like every network's got some show that's interesting to me. Yeah. I mean, they just they just did a movie. They just came out with a, it's a mid-season replacement. I'm pretty sure because it's starting now uh, of this show, Time After Time. Oh yeah, which you was mentioned a movie that. with That's Malcolm right. McDowell mm-hmm. in the late seventies, where um, and the David Warner, yeah, where H.G. Uh, Wells actually built the time machine and and Jack the Ripper steals it and goes to 1979. Oh, I've seen that movie. Yeah. Yeah, I love that movie. Yeah, it's great. Mary Steenburgen's in it too. Oh yeah. Um, but they just made a series off of it, and now they get Lethal Weapon. They did that one. Yeah, that's actually did. not bad. Damon Wayans. Mm-hmm. I don't know the guy that plays Riggs. I haven't Riggs. actually seen it, but I've heard it's actually pretty decent. But yeah. I don't. I don't think it's going to last too long. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I haven't checked the ratings. But mm-hmm. there, there's a lot of good stuff on Sci-Fi: The Expanse. Yeah, Walking Dead. Mm-hmm. Um, Sci-Fi's got some really good stuff. I've seen the first episode of this show, Outcast, which is another Robert Kirkman uh, comic that they turned into a show. Mm-hmm. Um, really good, but I mean, there's just so much on. It's it's amazing. Yeah, there really is way too much stuff, and then well, movies and plus the CW stuff that that we like, the three shows mm-hmm. or four yeah. four now. Too many. <laughs> yeah, and the History Channel just came out with a show based on uh, SEAL Team 6, called mm-hmm. 6. And then they had Vikings, which is really good. They said it was like Game of Thrones, but with more axes. It's not really like Game of Thrones at all. Yeah. But uh, it's really good. I was surprised because it's on History Channel. I'm like, well, how good could it be? <laughs> <laughs> sort of like the old shit on USA. Yeah. Before before yeah. NBC Universal bought it, it was Ugh, pretty bad back in the day. The worst. Oh <laughs> yes, crap that was on USA was just awful. So bad. Same thing with Sci-Fi, and that's because USA used to own Sci-Fi before. Yeah, uh, true. Before NBC Universal bought it, when they bought it and put money into it, it the stuff was actually good. Now they put out some really good stuff. So anyway, um, I don't know if I said this already. Oceanside. Oh yeah, interested to see where it goes. Yeah, it will be interesting to see Other where it goes. Other than that, I don't know what else to to say about that. I mean, I don't know how I see that going, honestly. Yeah, I don't either. It, it could go either way. I could see it working out for them and or being a tenuous, really, or tense, tense relationship or what? I don't know. Yeah, tense, filled with yeah. tension. Yes, yeah, I, I situation yeah. filled with tension that becomes out very tense. Well, it'll probably be tense out. no matter what, huh? Yeah. 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 Tensile. All right. Well, that's enough of that. <laughs> we have a voicemail from Betty from Long Island. So here we go. Hi, boys. Guess who it is? Betty from Long Island. All right. Yes, hello, um, Betty. <laughs> my thoughts on the first, on this half of the second part of the season kind of a mess. There was so much build-up, and right now we're again spinning our wheels. I mean, it's a great arc that they did to, um, with this episode with um, Eugene and how he is interacting. I know it diverges from the books, but it's really interesting. 
And I do like how um, you can see the evolution of Dwight. And even last week with Daryl finding Carol and Carol still in the middle of her flamboyant mental breakdown. Um, <laughs> but we need to get further. They need to do something. They do. Um, and I understand that they tried to tone down the violence after the feedback. That's true. But that's not the way to do it. This is this is like a slow burn reveal, but it's not go. It's if you drag it out too long, people are going to lose interest. So, um, you know, they need to hurry something up, do something. All right. Um, also, the people last week kind of creepy, and the the chick Jadis reminds me of the alien creatures in Galaxy Quest. <laughs> what do you think, boys? Talk to you soon. Bye. The alien... <laughs> Galaxy Quest. <laughs> I frankly didn't see that. I assume she's not talking about the big lizard insect. I don't think so. <laughs> talking about the people who built the ship based upon television transmissions. <laughs> hmm. I guess she means because of the way they talk. Yeah, I guess. I just, when I hear her talk, I just think of that episode of Supergirl, Bizarro. Uh-huh. She, what does she talk like Cookie Monster? <laughs> she talks yeah. like Trump tweets. Wow, yeah. Unfair. Like Mark Hamill should read it. I don't like... Oh, that was so awesome. I love that. Say hello to my many enemies. <laughs> that was so great. All right, well, thank you, Betty. Thanks, Betty. I uh, just as a comment on Betty. I mean, I haven't had a problem with the pace, right? But I do understand what she's saying. They got to culminate at some point here, quick, because they're running out of season. I imagine mm-hmm. they will. There'll be some kind of big thing in the season finale. Mm-hmm. Um, probably it'll be analogous to that uh, incident at the gate at Alexandria when they first opened fire on the on the saviors. That makes sense. Yeah, but. Uh, they probably ended up similar, where they'll, they'll leave it at a cliffhanger. We can only hope. This is offhand, and I'll cut it out, but do you think uh, Shiva will die by the end of the season, or that battle will be next uh, season? Not next season. That's what I thought, too. Yeah. That'll be next season. Yeah. That was a sad episode. Issue, sing- yeah. I read that as a single issue. Yeah. It's just Ezekiel narrating. Yeah, I remember. And you don't know said, what he's yeah. talking about. Or you don't know it's him at first. Yeah. And then he talks about how she dies and it just completely destroys him. Yeah. So I think uh that's gonna be sad if they do that. I don't know if I wanna watch that. Even though yeah, it's a it'll CGI be rough. tiger. Yeah, but it'll still be rough if done right. Yeah. It should be very emotional. Yeah. All right, anyway, that's all for this week. Remember to leave your comments and feedback by emailing us at twdpodcast at gmail.com or by posting comments on our Facebook page, found on Facebook. Yes. As opposed to some other book. And you can also give us a call on our voicemail line, like Betty did, 561-501-1483. Operators are standing by. Those and it's me. All named Gary. Yeah, because it's all me. But I then again, we you. don't have a lot of, uh, you know, high-velocity calls. I'd call, say so. it's you, but the voice that answers the call is mine. 
So well, yeah, but I literally just sit there with the recorder and play your voice every time. Okay, you weren't supposed to let anybody know that. That was a. Trade, I mean, it was, that was a yeah. trade secret. I think the it's okay. It you proprietary. Know. That was a proprietary trade. They're secret. all our friends. We can let them know. You know. But I'm always there in case they have a question outside of that recording. You know. <laughs> They have to get yeah. it in there really quick before okay. it's their turn to report. You know, you're but. gonna get a question. Saying, What's the capital of Idaho? Anyway, potatoes. No, it's Boise. <laughs> I know. <laughs> First thing I think of Idaho though is Idaho gold potatoes. So, All right, any, anyway, there's never been a better time to be a smartass. So stay <laughs> safe wherever you are. And we'll EK. See you, yes, EK. We'll see you back here for our next episode. EK and G. <laughs> have a good day. You know, have an awesome day. Just you know, yeah. Remember to tell Scott he's full of shit. And we thank all of you for not being here today, and not having this meeting with me, or or being seen on your way out. That's our show for today. Thanks for joining us. Please check out our website for all the latest news and updates at thewalkingdeadpodcast.com and like us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash walkingdeadpodcast. You can also follow us on Twitter at TWDpodcast. If you like the show, let us know what you think. You can email comments and feedback to twdpodcast at gmail.com as well as leave us a review on iTunes. You can also post comments on our website and Facebook page. The Walking Dead Podcast can be heard at iTunes, Stitcher Radio, TuneIn Radio, Podbean.com, and SoundCloud. If you're an Android user, you can also download a dedicated Android app at PlayerFM.com and the Google Store. Please help support The Walking Dead Podcast by visiting our sponsor, Audible.com, and signing up for your free, no-obligation trial membership at AudibleTrial.com forward slash dead. Many of our sound effects are provided courtesy of free SFX. Please check them out for all your sound effects needs at www.freesfx.co.uk. Once again, thank you for listening, and we'll see you back here for the next episode of The Walking Dead Podcast. <laughs>